0: And today's lesson is called Jesus Appears to Mary Magdalene, which is the best news ever. The news of he is risen. But before we really dive into that good news, I want you to think about something with me. Have you ever thought about how terribly sad it must have been for the people who loved Jesus on Good Friday, the people who watched him as he was flogged 40 minus one times, not because of sin that he had done, but because of sin that I had done and sin that you have done. How awful, awful it would have been to be the one who you knew to be the king mocked for that truth as he was made fun of by Roman soldiers who put a crown on his head. They beat him. When he was crucified, there was that sign above him that said, Jesus, of Nazareth, King of the Jews. You would grieve as you watched Jesus carry that heavy cross and how he stumbled and fell and needed the help of a man named Simon to get the cross to the top of Golgotha where nails would be hammered through his hands and his feet to hold the lord of all creation to a cross made of wood a punishment for a criminal not for the sinless son of god and as you watched maybe you would hope and pray to see another miracle like the ones you'd seen so often before as a disciple of Jesus. How he fed 5,000. How he raised a little girl who had died. How he raised Lazarus not too long before. Maybe, maybe now he would come off of that cross and everything would be okay. But that's not how it happened. Instead, the sky went dark. There was a giant earthquake Jesus gave his own mother to his friend John. And he finished by saying, It is finished. And then he hung his head and he died. This isn't how it is supposed to end. We had put all of our hope, all of our trust in Jesus. And he's gone. Maybe, maybe you would have been with Joseph and Nicodemus and the women as they took his body and they hurriedly wrapped it up and put it inside of a new tomb because they had not very much time before the Sabbath would start. And then Saturday, no work to be done because it's the Sabbath, just time to think and grieve and mourn and be sad that the one that you trusted was defeated by death. I can't imagine how awful that would have been. And I thank God that I don't have to know. Because in God's word, in God's word, we see the true ending of this story. And this isn't it. But... Oh, you guys, I'm a little bit weepy because just thinking about that makes me so sad. And because of that, I understand a little bit about how Mary Magdalene must have felt on Sunday morning. Mary got up. And her plan was to go with some of the other women who loved Jesus to go back to the tomb and so they could take his body and rewrap it more carefully with more spices, more lovingly, more properly. But as they walked, they they talked among themselves and they thought, "Ooh, we're going to have a problem because that stone in front of the tomb is far too large for the three of us women to be able to move on our own. And then they could see it. That cemetery, that tomb. But something was wrong. The stone wasn't covering the door. Instead, the stone had been moved. And oh no. How could it be worse? How could it be worse than watching Jesus die? They still couldn't leave him alone. Someone must have stolen his body. How awful. Mary was one of the women who hurried back. She told Peter and John what she had seen. And Peter and John raced to the empty tomb. (laughs) But that's a story for another day. The Bible says in Mark chapter 16, verses 9 to 11, and in John chapter 20, verses 10 to 18, that Mary returned there to the empty tomb to Joseph's garden and she sat outside the tomb and she wept she wept a lot because she was so sorry (laughs) and sad that Jesus had died so hopeless and as she sobbed the bible says she bent over and looked inside the tomb but it wasn't empty God had two angels, two of his messengers, one where Jesus' head had been and one where his foot had been. And when she looked in, they said, Woman, why are you crying? She must have thought, Are you crazy? All of Jerusalem knows what happened. Jesus died. It was awful. There was that big earthquake. The sky went dark. The Temple curtain tore from top to bottom. All of these things happened. So much sadness. But she turned, and behind her was Jesus. But the Bible says she didn't recognize him. Not yet. And so when she turned and she saw him, Jesus asked her the same question. He said, Woman, why are you crying? Whom are you looking for? Now, Mary didn't recognize him, so she assumed that he must have been a gardener or a man who took care of Joseph of Arimathea's um, cemetery. And she said, Sir, if you have moved Jesus' body, if you know where he is, tell me so I can go and get him. Then Jesus looked at her, and he called her by her name, Mary. As soon as Mary heard him speak her name, she recognized him. She knew him. And joyfully, the Bible says she cried out, Rabboni, or teacher. He had risen. And in her joy, she reached out to touch him. If you look at the illustration, you can see that she's there. But Jesus stopped her. Jesus stopped her and said, Don't hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended, but go. Go and tell my brothers. Because of Jesus' suffering and death, we are children of God. Because of what Jesus did for us, he is your brother i am his sister you (laughs) are a brother or sister of jesus himself anyway he said go and tell my brothers let them know that i have risen tell them i will soon return to my father and your father to my god and your God. So Mary went with haste. She hurried off. She found those disciples, and she told them, I have seen the Lord. But they were still too sad in too much grief to believe her. But that didn't change the truth. She knew, you know, I know the truth. He is risen. What good news that is. On the back of your sheet, you guys, it suggests that you find someone in your family that you can share the good news of the resurrection with. Maybe you could sing a hymn with them or for them. That reminds me of a friend of mine. Her name is Piper Piper's a friend of mine. She went to my church, and she went to our school, and I got to sometimes be her substitute teacher, and she was so shy. When she would try to say her Bible treasures, she would say them like this, I know that my Redeemer lives, because she was so shy. But Shyness doesn't take away that truth that Jesus loves you or the desire to share that good news with others. As she got older, she got a little bit braver and God kept feeding her faith. Her mom and her dad and her grandma and her brother would listen to hymns together at home. They would spend time reading God's word. She heard it in church, in Sunday school, and she loved to sing those hymns, but still too shy to sing it right to people, and maybe that's how you feel. So maybe that idea on the back where it says, could there be someone that you could sing that good news to, maybe that makes you feel like, I don't know, I don't know if I could do that. It's kind of how Piper was. And so... What she did instead is she would go down the hallway and she would record herself singing hymns. One of her favorites is that famous Easter hymn, I Know That My Redeemer Lives. Maybe it's your favorite. Maybe you have a different favorite. And so maybe if you're not ready to sing it directly to someone, you could record yourself. And then her mom could share it with their family and friends. And that was a good way for her to be able to share that good news that he is risen. Here's some sad news, you guys. One day I was here at my house and my phone rang and it was Piper's auntie and she said can pastor go quickly. Piper's on her way to the hospital. She'd been really sick, but she was getting worse. And so pastor got in his car and drove down there and when he got there not very long after he arrived They knew that Piper was dying. She was just a kid. And when kids die, somehow that feels sadder even than when old people die. But death is always awful because death is not what God designed us to do. And that's why Jesus had to die. He had to conquer death for Piper and for me, and for you, and he did. So Piper died that day. And when she died, when a kid dies, sometimes that is big news. She died of a sickness called the flu, which doesn't usually happen to children. And because of that, there were lots of news stations who wanted to know about Piper. People from all over the world, people from Australia and Africa and the United Kingdom, stations here in Washington State, but all over, shared the story of Piper. And her mom, (laughs) her mom used that lens to help Piper do what she most wanted to do. She shared videos of Piper singing that good news I know that my Redeemer lives. You can hear her sing too, because you're going to meet her someday when you get to go to heaven. You're going to get to sing with her to a Savior who died, but defeated death, defeated sin, defeated sicknesses like COVID and the flu. He is risen. And we won't have the worries or the grief or the sadness that sometimes is here in this world. Grief that Mary knew. Grief that the disciples knew. In heaven, all of that is going to be gone. In fact, God promises he is going to wipe away all the tears from our eyes. And we won't have a reason to shed them anymore. I know that Mary comfort this sweet sentence gives. He lives, he lives who once was dead. He lives my everlasting head. He lives triumphant from the grave. He lives eternally to save. He lives our glory such great news. Friends, let's lock away some of that good news from his word. Let's look at John chapter 14. It's a real quick one, and we're going to be able to learn this one together right now, I bet, if you don't already know it. In John chapter 14, verse 19, it says, because I live, you also will live. Jesus' own words, because I live, you also will live. Ready? Here we go. Because I live, you also will live. We don't have to be afraid to die. We know. We know the end of the story, and the news is the best. He is risen, and so we will be too. There's a longer Bible verse, and I think it's important for us to hear it. So we're going to look at two. It might take you a little bit longer to be able to click this one away in your brain. It's found in the book of Job. Remember I told you to find Psalms right in the middle? Right before Psalms is the book of Job. And in chapter 19, it says this. I know that my Redeemer lives And that in the end, he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh, I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes. I am not another. How my heart yearns within me. How my heart yearns within me like it yearned within Mary Magdalene, who had once been possessed by seven demons, how it yearns within us, who used to be ruled by sin, but now we share the same God and Father, and we are a brother of Jesus. (laughs) Will you pray with me, friends? Dear Jesus, risen Savior, We are so thankful that we know the wonderful news of your resurrection. Help us find ways to share the joyful message of Easter with others. Amen. God, give you ways to share that good news. Feed your faith. Spend time in the Word. Work on locking those memory verses away. Sing hymns. He is risen just as he said. God bless your week